You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. Uh, This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Conflict Resolution. When using our words doesn't work, there's always pistols. It's the American way. Here's an example. I challenge you to a duel. Dueling in one form or another has taken place throughout human history. Vikings did it, knights and squires in medieval society dueled, and so have Americans. In medieval justice, hostilities that couldn't be settled by a court resulted in knights going at it with pole arms and long swords until one of them couldn't fight back anymore. Throughout the 17th and 18th centuries, and before, duels were generally fought with swords, like high-stakes fencing to the death. By the late 18th century, duels were generally fought with pistols. Americans didn't come up with dueling, but we certainly borrowed the concept of conflict resolution. And nobody can argue that it's a very effective, yet barbaric way to settle a score. Although not the nicest means of resolving grievances, dueling is more than anything based off a code of honor. Much like how drunk fraternity dudes resolve conflicts in bar fights, the duel is about restoring one's honor when it's been threatened, by demonstrating your willingness to risk your life for it. Although dueling was commonly practiced, it was never legal. Public opinion more than legislation is what led to its eventual downfall. It turns out, fighting for one's honor with pistols is incredibly stupid, and someone could get hurt. Which leads us to the most well-known duel in American history. It was dramatic, deadly, and featured two big-time founders of the country. The duel between Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. By 1804, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr had pretty much solidified their hatred for one another. Burr and Hamilton were both very educated and had forged their reputations during the Revolution. They were both lawyers and saw a lot of one another, sometimes arguing cases against each other. Issues arose when Vice President Aaron Burr ran for governor of New York and lost. In part, he lost because Alexander Hamilton had very publicly opposed Burr and had published all sorts of terrible things about him in newspapers. Hamilton really did not trust Burr. He felt it was important to prevent him from holding leadership roles. Probably because Alexander Hamilton had to make a name for himself, and Aaron Burr was spoon-fed his whole life. In early American politics, it wasn't uncommon for politicians to initiate duels in an attempt to redeem their reputation and try to prove that they were worthy political leaders when they had lost an election. The goal of dueling in this case was to repair the damage to one's reputation based upon the outcome of an entirely democratic election. In most cases, disputes of honor could be resolved before a duel was necessary. It was common for whomever was offended to write an eloquent F.U. letter to the other guy. And then, they would communicate with a series of F.U. letters delivered by friends of theirs who were known as seconds. The goal was to negotiate an apology through these F.U. letters and resolve everything without bloodshed. Hamilton had been involved in numerous honor disputes that ended peacefully. His son, however, had died in a duel defending his father's name a few years earlier. Burr demanded Hamilton apologize for every insult over the last 15 years, to which Hamilton recommended that Burr should pound some sand. So, Burr challenged Hamilton to the Great Duel of 1804. In a letter to be released in the event of his death, Hamilton explained that he couldn't apologize for the insults because he meant every single one. In his mind, had he refused to duel, he would be dishonored and unable to assume a position of leadership ever again. 
So, on July 11th, Hamilton and Burr rode across the Hudson River to a secluded dueling ground in New Jersey. Hamilton was almost gambling on the fact that Burr wouldn't shoot to kill as they stood their ground on their assigned dueling positions. Since dueling was illegal, if Burr killed him, he would be branded as a murderer and his career would be over. Nobody actually knows what happened next, but we do know that both men fired a shot. But only one would strike the other. Burr's shot struck Hamilton in the abdomen and he died the next day from the mortal wound. While dueling was illegal, it was never prosecuted. Burr was charged with murder, but the charges were eventually dropped. While free from jail, the duel haunted him for the rest of his life. From that moment forth, Burr's every action would be tied to his killing of Alexander Hamilton. So he fled. When Burr eventually returned to Washington to assume his responsibilities as vice president, he was unwanted and his career was over. Those in the Senate were horrified that their presiding officer had murdered their friend, Hamilton. After Thomas Jefferson's first term as president, a new VP was chosen. Later, Burr would be tried for treason in an unrelated matter and forced to flee again. While the duel did not end this form of conflict resolution in America, it certainly helped. Politicians and social reformers seized the opportunity to denounce dueling in the United States. Upon the return of the Lewis and Clark expedition to St. Louis, the first news of what they had missed during the journey was the duel that resulted in the death of Alexander Hamilton. For more clarification, listen to Lin-Manuel Miranda. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Duel Commandments. It's the Ten Duel Commandments. Number one, the challenge demands satisfaction. If they apologize, no need for further action. Number two, if they don't, grab a friend, that's your second. Your lieutenant, when there's reckoning to be reckoned. Number three, have your seconds meet face to face. Negotiate a or negotiate a time and place. This is commonplace, especially between recruits. Most disputes die and no one shoots. Number four, if they don't reach a peace, that's alright. Time to get some pistols and the doctor on site. You pay him in advance, you treat him with civility. You have him turn around so he can have deniability. Five, door before the sun is in the sky. Pick a place to die where it's high and dry. Number six, leave a note for your next to kin. Tell him where you've been. Pray that hella heaven lets you in. Seven, confess your sins. Ready for the moment of adrenaline. When you finally face your opponent. Number eight. Last chance to negotiate Send in your second See if they can set the record straight Alexander Aaron Burr, sir Can we agree the duels are dumb and immature? Sure, but your man has to answer for his words, Burr With his life? We both know that's absurd, sir Hang on, how many men died because Lee was inexperienced and ruinous? Okay, so we're doing this Number nine Look him in the eye, ain't no higher Summon all the courage you require one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, number ten, paces, fire!